0: Welcome to another episode of Theological Pipe. News, culture, sports, politics, and everything else from a theological perspective. It's all summed up in love. Theological pipe and smoke it. Hey, welcome to another episode of Theological Pipe. Appreciate everyone listening and watching. If you're listening on uh, Apple or Google or Spotify or Pocket Casts or any of those um, podcast apps, click subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, click subscribe, comment, like. Uh, appreciate everyone listening. I wanted to talk about um, today. Uh, real quick uh, is the choices that we make, and especially as believers. Uh, This is Theological Pipe. Uh, We try to approach everything from the perspective of that there is a God. And so from someone who believes in God as a Christian, uh, and I think any person that believes in a higher power, uh, too often as a believer, too often as someone who, who believes in a higher power, a lot of times God is an afterthought, and we only go to him or think about him when we need him the most. So when we hit those tragedies in life, when we hit those really, really tough times, we start to seek God, we start to ask God for help, we start to, <laughs> to, to seek Him out. Um, and then when we get what we want, when, when things return, quote unquote, to normal, he kind of becomes an afterthought again. Uh, And and we've seen this. If you know anything about the Old Testament and anything about the Bible, you've seen it play out with the Israelites, God's people. They're on the mountaintop. I mean, they have everything they need. They're with God and they always turn their back on God because they have what they want. They're resting easy. Uh, and, And when things are good, it's easy to forget that God's there. Uh, and so when they turn their back on God and start start pursuing their own dreams and their own desires, uh, they, they have other idols that become more important than God, then what happens? Well, they get invaded, they get overtaken, they get put into exile, they get uh, defeated in battle. And they they hit rock bottom and then they turn back to God and they start seeking God and and, and trusting him again and praying to him and and, and trying to do what he says and and things start to go better. Uh, And they they move up and things continue to progress until again, they're back on the mountaintop and everything is good in their lives. Everything is good in their nation. And they start to ignore God again. Uh, and, And I think we do that as believers way too often, uh, and, and it's because... It's, it's how we're wired, it's hard, hardwired into all of us to be selfish, uh, to be self-serving, to think about ourselves. But the Bible commands us um, to, to think about others above ourselves. The Bible commands us to love one another. Uh, and in fact, Jesus says that the world is gonna know that you are a believer, that know that you are a Christian by your love, by the love that you show people, by the love that you uh, exhibit to others. And and as Christians, I think it's especially important, especially important in these times for us to choose love. I think it's a choice. We have we have an opportunity every single morning when we wake up to choose love. We can, we can choose love or we can choose hate. I don't think there's really like a middle ground. Well, I'll do lukewarm love or lukewarm hate or or I'll just kind of be in the middle. You're either loving people or you're not. You're either hating people or you're not. And I think as Christians, we really need to make a concerted effort. We really have to, to, to put it in our mindset that today I'm gonna love. Today I'm gonna do what God has commanded me to do, to love because when I love others, then things will go good in my life. Things will be good for me. I will have a good perspective on things. And, and that's what you want to do is, is love. And that comes not just in in the big things, you know, loving your wife and, and loving your kids and being friendly to your family and, and, and taking care of people in need. But, but even the small things that you do, the posts that you put on social media, is it done in love or is it done out of hate? Are you trying to to, to bring people to, to a loving knowledge of, of Jesus, of God, of the grace, of the mercy that he has to offer? Or are you trying to, to be snarky with them? And, and I'm not, this is really not like even a preaching thing where I'm pointing at you, pointing this back at myself. Love needs to be the choice. You need to choose love don't choose hate, and too often, especially in this day and age, especially with the political climate that we're in, especially as the election becomes closer and closer, way too many people are choosing hate, way too many people are choosing divisiveness, way too many people who, who I consider, who I consider, who are believers, who say that they're believers in God, who say that they trust God, are choosing politics over love. They're choosing divisiveness over love. You have to make a choice as a Christian, as a believer to say, I want to be, I want to show love to to, to everyone I come in contact with. I want to love my brothers and my sisters. I want to love my neighbor the way I love myself. I want to love, and that means every post that you make, Love should be the motivating factor. Every action that you take, love should be the motivating factor. Every decision that you have, love should be the thing that drives what you do. Uh, Because if it's not, how is the world going to know that you're a Christian? How is the world going to know that you're a believer? How are you going to start exhibiting the characteristics that we're called to as believers? Love and grace and mercy and peace and joy and happiness. You don't get that by calling Donald Trump supporters racist and bigots. You don't get that by calling Joe Biden supporters, you know, communists and, and pedophiles. You just don't, even, let's even, and again, I always say this, let's pretend that it's true, that all Donald Trump supporters are what you, that they're the worst character, put the characterization that you can think of, the worst character of a Donald Trump supporter that you can think of, let's pretend that's true. And let's pretend that the worst character that you can think of of a Joe Biden supporter, let's pretend that that's true. The Bible doesn't make any exceptions when it comes to the love that we're supposed to show our brothers and sisters. It doesn't say, love your brothers and sisters unless they're Democrats or love your brothers and sisters or your neighbors unless they're Republicans. Love them unless they don't vote the way that you want to. I'm not saying there aren't important issues that we need to discuss as believers. I'm not saying that there aren't important things that we need to 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 make sure we address regardless of how the election comes out, that we need to start living the ideals that we say that we exhibit. But at the end of the day, right now, we need to choose love, not hate. Martin Luther King Jr. had a great quote, and I'm going to butcher it. But he said, listen, I'm going to choose love because hate is too great a burden to bear. Right, so he, he was able to do that. So choose love in everything that you do. We should choose love. As believers, love should be the motivating, driving force in what we do. That includes our actions, that includes our social media posts, that includes the way we treat other people who agree and disagree with us. Love is the answer. Love is what distinguishes us as believers, as, as Christians, as people who believe in a higher power, as, as people that know that there's a God. And we need to have love as that motivating factor. That needs to be the thing that drives us. And and it's real real easy to get sucked into an argument or a disagreement and it's real easy to to move from from love to hate. It's very easy to do. I find it hard, one of my pet peeves on social media is when people post things on social media and then say there's no debate. That's, to me, that's a couple things. Number one, you posted on social media because you wanted a reaction. You wanted people to comment. You wanted the attention. Well, now you got it, even if you post something stupid. And I also think that when people say that there's no debate, that usually means that they don't have a really strong argument, and they don't feel like arguing with people who can out-argue them and out-debate them and out-debate them with facts and out-debate them with figures and with truth. And so if... the best thing from the best advice I have is if someone posts, hey, if you vote for Biden, you're this, or if you vote for Trump, there's this, and there's no debate, don't even respond because their arguments are weak, and and all you're going to do is cause divis- divisiveness. Even if you come at it with love, they already have put in their mind that they're not going to debate you, so don't just just... Brush your feet and walk on to the next post and, and try to be loving about it. So uh, that's a pet peeve of mine with social media and it's really hard. And, and I've done a, a pretty decent job on Facebook of not responding to those things. Even though I could, even if I, even if I consider myself this way and someone posts something that way and I'm on their side, I still don't like the way people do those kind of things. So, so again, choose love. Don't choose hate. Choose love. Choose to be caring and kind and nice to people, not hateful to people. And, And this is, again, both sides needs to practice this. There was an ad, and I think it was a Utah Senate race or governor race, and I'm going to mess it up. But there was an ad uh, that they posted saying, hey, you know what? We're going to show that we can be political and have different opinions. One's a Republican, one's a Democrat, and we're not going to fight. We're not going to be hateful to each other. And they they did this, and I think it was like, let's say, a minute long uh, of them saying, hey, I like you. Hey, I like you. We can agree to disagree. Uh, and it was real cheesy. And it was just an ad to say, hey, you know what? We can have political differences in this country and still be civil to each other. That was the message. And you watch the video and you're like, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. So you're for higher taxes for these reasons, I'm for lower taxes for these reasons. But at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. We want to be safe, we want to be secure, we want to love our, our, our family and friends, we want to work, we want to make a good living, etc. We want all the same things. And the ad was really, it was, it was nice, it was sweet. It was a sweet ad. Go read the comments and it was just it's like it's like people didn't even watch the video they just felt like they felt like they should comment first and it was hatefulness and it was divisiveness and they chose that they chose at that moment to say you know what I'm gonna choose hate I'm gonna choose divisiveness I'm gonna choose snarkiness instead of love instead of saying yeah you know what you are right I'm not going to take the worst characteristics of a Trump supporter or the worst characteristics of a Biden supporter and use them to blanket everybody. I'm not going to say that there's no debate about things and there are times that we can have discussions. And you know what? Just because you have a different opinion than me doesn't mean that we can't go out and grab a beer or get something to eat or go watch a ball game or do something together just because we have political differences. What a horrible world it would be if everyone thought exactly the way you did. I often joke that the world would be such a would be would be an incredible place if everyone thought and acted just like me. But then I think, wait a second, I know me. No, it wouldn't. That our differences are what what makes things interesting, makes things exciting, makes things keeps you on your toes, help you grow, help you learn. And, and so, uh, as believers, as as Christians, as people that believe in God and believe that there's a higher power and a higher purpose, choose love. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to say that's what we should do as believers as we go into this season. Again, I'm going to try to not be really focused on politics a whole lot as we get up to the election. If you want political podcasts, there's a thousand of them. I'll have one maybe podcast where I talk about the good and bad of Biden and Trump uh, as we move closer to election. I I really have no idea who's going to win. And and really, at the end of the day, after the election, nothing really is going to change in my life. I'm going to get up go to work, take care of my wife, take care of my kids, love my friends. I'm going to try to do the same thing. I think we put way too much stock in elections. Uh, we hypo- hyperbolize everything. Um, but I think as we get closer to the election, I'm going to try to be a little bit more of, hey, here's how we should treat each other. Hey, here's how what we should do. And so for th- for this theological pipe moment, for, for put this in your theological pipe and smoke it, what I'm going to say is choose love. Choose being nice. Be friendly. You know, I I end a lot of my podcasts just saying, just be nice. Man, be nice. Choose love. Don't choose hate. It's too great a burden to bear. Just choose love. So everything that you do from from the big things to the littlest things, if we can choose love, man, the world's going to be a better place. And again, it doesn't start on a grand scale. It starts with me and you. It starts with the few people that will hear this podcast and will go out and love. And they'll love their friends and they'll love their neighbors and they'll love their family, even with the differences that they have. If you choose love, the world's going to be a better place. So put that in your theological pipe and smoke it. Be nice. And we'll see you next time. Well